Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes, 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 yes. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! WrestleRant Radio for Thursday, April 14th, 2022. Graham Jason Matthews here. As always, being joined by the one, the only, the illustrious Mr. Marceau. Brother, how's it going, and do you know what April 14th marks? Uh, I'm doing well, by the way. And April 14th marks... I honestly don't know. I'm not great with dates. I know I know. today I have to pay my credit card. Does that count? <laughs> um, yes, that does count. But I was going to say it's irrelevant to you. 14 years for me as a wrestling fan. Whoa, 14 fucking, well, that's a long time. I thought my, I think I was like, was I was on 20 this year. Yeah, you marked 20. That's wild, dude. 14 smackers. Jesus Christ. That's a long time. That's a long time. And the further we go as wrestling fans, I mean, obviously you started watching a a little bit earlier than I did. Um, I mean, obviously you're a year older, but as far as the years and when we started watching, you're, you're a little bit more in your fandom than I am, obviously being 20 years in, I'm 14. But like the older that we get, it's crazier to think the higher the percentage goes as far as how long we've been fans for, which isn't really anything relevant, but it is interesting to think about. You've probably been a fan now for over two-thirds of your life, which is kind of crazy to think about. It is. It's crazy. I just feel like a little... I mean, I was... I, I honestly hate it because it makes me feel like I'm so old. Like, I started watching wrestling when I was, like, eight, eight going into nine, and now I'm 28, and I'm like, I feel like an old fuck. <laughs> I think the oldest part about it is, like, Brock Lesnar still wrestling, and he was wrestling when I started watching War in. Like all those older guys were like literally a just started when I started watching, and they're still wrestling. So it's crazy, but hey, that's a that's a great point. Like I feel like a lot of the people from your era, Rey Mysterio being another one. I mean, he's still around as well. You know, still doing regular stuff on Raw and whatnot. So it's pretty nuts. Um, but the first thing I think of when I uh, when I think of like my anniversary as a wrestling fan was eight years ago when I think I had told you. I think we did a show on this very day, I believe, eight years ago, WrestleRant Radio. I forgot what we were talking about. It might have been the Evolution episode when like they reunited on Raw and no one like gave a fuck about their music hitting and like we were excited, but no one else gave, seemed to give a shit. But it was that same day I told you I <laughs> I had been a wrestling fan. For that point, around six years, and I think you asked me on hashtag, like, how did you become a wrestling fan or whatever, and I told you that it was like a Regal Orton match or whatever, <laughs> you were like so unimpressed, and that was like I had known you for like a month, I don't think I will ever forget that. Yeah, I think I think you told me that, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I think at that point, like, William Regal, like, he was just more of a wrestler, I feel like now there's more like admiration for him, but, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. behind the scenes. Guy, but at that point, I was like William Regal. I was like Jesus Christ. Yeah, this kid's a fucking. Because like, whenever I watched, he was never like really like he was like mid card city at that point. Like, he was like pretty sure the first WrestleMania I watched, he was like European champion or going for it or IC. So it was like he was more of a mid card guy at that point. But yeah, I mean, hey, hey, it's the nature of the business. But uh, no, I just had a chance to meet him for the first time uh, just about a week or two ago. So everything comes full circle. But we're talking a lot here today from Raw. And Dynamite last night, a newsworthy show. Some NXT as well from Tuesday. Uh, before we get into any of that, of course, new episodes every single Thursday on WrestleRant.com, WrestleRantRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Google Podcast, Pandora, Amazon Music. Rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show. New episodes every single Thursday. Mr. Marceau, you said you're locked and loaded in the last couple of days since we last did a show on air. You have since confirmed to me you will be at WrestleMania 39, and I'm going to hold you to that. I think we talked about that last week, but you told me in the last couple of days you were absolutely a go. Not that you've bought in any, you know, your your hotel yet or your your flight or whatever, but I, I got to hold you to that so we could do one of these shows in person next year. Yeah, everything's already booked. I'm ready. He's ready. You got your flight, hotel, WrestleCon, WrestleMania, everything? Everything's booked. It's going to be a busy weekend. You're already an early bird anyway, so you probably... 
you probably it won't be a you know a slight on you at all. But for me, I'll be sleeping for ninety minutes, and you'll be waking up and seeing me fucking on my laptop per usual. So it's gonna be a good old Mr. Marceau uh, trip. I, I look forward to it. Can't wait. I'm already ready. Got everything booked. Got everything all set up. I'll be there. When was the last road trip we took? Was it Double or Nothing three years ago? Don't tell me that was the last one. Yeah, I think so. I had to have been because then, like, if we ran. That was right before the pandemic, so I had to have been. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Because that was May of 2019, right? Yeah, almost three years by next month. Yeah. Yeah, so it had to be because then it was. I mean, yeah, I guess they want to go. I mean, technically we went to Survivor Series. I don't know if I'd call that a road trip because we. Well, that 20 minute train ride was more than a road trip. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was that, because then, obviously, the next time we would have gone anything would have been 2020, and then the year, like, basically, I feel like you just, like, lost that whole year, and then 2021 was kind of weird with everything, so, um, yeah, it's been a while, so definitely, definitely need to do it. Obviously, we've seen several shows since then, the next one being WrestleMania Backlash in a couple of weeks in Providence. You look forward to that? Yeah, I can't wait. can't wait for WrestleMania <laughs> and I look forward to hopefully coming up for uh, Double or Nothing as well in a couple of weeks whoa, after that. Whoa, I thought we already had it booked. What'd you say? I thought it was already booked. That's what I just said. I, what, 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 did I said I hope to see you <laughs> on Double or Nothing. Can, can you put the H word in there? I always, put, I always have to create like this this guard, like this net of like if it doesn't happen. Cause I, no, I, no, 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 no. You already <laughs> said you're coming. They can't back out now. But what if something happens and I can't come? You can come. I, I plan on it. Okay. If I, get, if, I, if I get fucking hit by a bus tomorrow, then I probably can't. Okay, get in the car. Lexus will drive you down and we'll wheel your ass upstairs and we'll watch the show. Jesus I Christ. wouldn't miss it for the world. We got we to gotta shit on all the bad stuff. Praise the good stuff. We haven't watched an AW show. I was going to say in a while, but you actually did come visit for Full Gear, so it really hasn't been that long. But I don't I know. Saying, <laughs> just saw you were Full Gear. We watched Full Gear like what is it, six months ago at this point? Well, yeah, but it, it wasn't that long ago. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like it, stay up past my bedtime. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking it was um, all out 2020, but that was a year and a half ago. But no, you came up for full gear and uh, in, in November, which was great. So no, I look forward to uh, reversing the roles and coming up to the Marso neck of the woods in a couple of weeks uh, for them. I mean, about a month, and then WrestleMania backlash right before that. So it's going to be a great time. Um, but since we last spoke, again, like I said, a lot has changed, a lot has happened with WWE, AEW. We'll get into the this week's show in a moment, but I do want to get your two cents on stuff that we haven't had a chance to discuss here, that being the call-ups of Gunther, Gunther, whatever you want to call him, uh, Ludwig Kaiser, now formerly known, unfortunately, as Marcel Bartel, and uh, Raquel Rodriguez, formerly known as Raquel Gonzalez. Now, we spoke last week here on the show about potential call-ups, and we mentioned LA Knight, maybe a couple of other people. We did get Walter. He lost on Tuesday's NXT to Braun Breaker. Gets called up on Friday. Uh, Raquel, same thing. She lost in that NXT Women's Tag Team title match on Tuesday. Got called up on Friday under a new name. But at least it's only slightly different and not egregiously different, which is good. Uh, But your thoughts on the arrivals to the blue brand of Raquel Rodriguez and Gunta and Ludwig Kaiser two Friday nights and the return of Lacey Evans. So SmackDown kind of filling out its roster, which is good to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Raquel is a huge get. I mean, I think it was just, at this point, it was just, we were waiting at this point. Um, she, she She's basically done everything in NXT. She won the championship. She won the tag belts twice. Uh, at this point, there was nothing left for her to do. There. So I think calling her was a great idea. SmackDown could use some new blood. I feel like we kind of have the same same people. I mean, we had Xia come up. She really hasn't done anything. They brought up Aaliyah. And... Yeah, I mean, haven't seen her on TV in a while. I mean, Bailey was on SmackDown. She's not back. So we'll see. I think she's a nice, fresh fresh face and seemingly seems like she'll be a baby face with the heel champion. Makes sense. Uh, Gunta, love it. I think, I mean, once he lost to Braun on, on Tuesday night last week, it kind of was the writing on the wall was there. Um, kind of upset that they broke up uh, Bartell and, and Eichner. I like them as a team. I think... They would have been a nice team in the SmackDown tag division. I, I, I don't really understand why you'd call him up singularly. Like, it seems like, he, what's he going to be, Gunther's manager? Or, like, are they going to wrestle tag team matches? I, I really don't understand that kind of dilemma. But I guess we'll see see what they go next. But, I, I, I mean, I don't love the name change, but I don't act overly hate it as well. I mean, Marcel Bartel is his real name. So, with a trademark, I mean, WWE's going to change it. If it was just Ludwig, I, I would fucking hate I hate the singular names, but Ludwig Kaiser's fine. You know eventually they're going to change it because 
they do the same with Angel Garza and Umberto. They'll just change it to Ludwig at, at, at some point. But Theory, too. They just did it on Raw this week. Say it again? Did you hear that theory? got? Uh, did you hear that from Monday's Raw, that Theory got his name changed to just Theory? Uh, yeah, I did hear that. I mean, I did also hear that they were they were changing it for now because... Stone Cold. Like, well, because he was being brought up in, like, sexual... Like, the, the Nash Carter, like, people were bringing up stuff, I guess, that he's had some things in the past being brought up, so they were yeah. like, oh, we're going to change it, so it's not whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I think it's stupid, but whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the call-ups are good. Lacey Evans coming back, like I said, another new, not a new face, but newer face, because we haven't actually seen her. I don't think she was ever on SmackDown. I think she was on Raw before, and then she got pregnant, and then now she's on SmackDown. But just a newer face, I mean, definitely some new blood into that in that women's division SmackDown. So I, I think the women's call-ups are great. Gunther will be great. And I, I guess we'll see what they do with uh, with Ludwig Kaiser, but... uh I think, it's a, I think it was a good start on SmackDown. Yeah, and they needed some fresh blood. The show's been struggling for a while. And, uh, yeah, no, I think Lacey coming back as a face is great. She was previously on SmackDown once for, like, not that long. But she was a face a couple of years ago. I mean, blinking, you missed it. It was pre-COVID. But she feuded with Bayley over the SmackDown women's title, I think going into Royal Rumble. And she actually got over in the role, and I liked her as a face. And then it just didn't work out. COVID happened. They turned her back heel. It was kind of rendered irrelevant after a while, so I think this latest babyface run for her could really work if they really lean into her actual background as a former Marine. I think that's great. Uh, you, you mentioned some of the other people we don't really see a whole lot of on SmackDown. Uh, Aaliyah, I don't really give a fuck about whether she's on the show or not. I don't really think she's overly good, but someone like Isaiah Lee, what happened to her? I mean, they pushed her for a minute, a cup of coffee. She had one match. We haven't seen her since. I think she was feeding with Natalia. She may have beaten Natalia. We haven't seen her since. Shotzi's been off the show. I know she either had a back injury or she had a death in the family or maybe both. But even still, they could be doing more with her. Um, Shayna, don't even get me started. Now Natalia's on NXT. I don't know if that's a good thing that she's not on SmackDown anymore or if it's a bad thing that she's infiltrating NXT. I don't exactly know. But um, yeah, I think Lacey and, and Raquel are both good additions to that Blue Brands women's division. You still got Sasha, obviously, Naomi, Ronda, Charlotte facing off a WrestleMania backlash in an I Quit match for the SmackDown women's title. Do you think that's where Ronda finally takes the title, or do they extend it even further to Hell in the Cell and have Ronda win it there, you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't really want Ronda to quit. I mean, that's definitely not good for her character, but I do some stupid shit like. They have like a voice recording of Ronda saying, I quit, and they just, oh, I heard it, so she quit. Some stupid shit. They've done that before, so I could definitely see them doing it again. But, yeah, I mean, I think you also just have Ronda win here, and then you can just do a rematch at Hell in a Cell, but I guess we'll see. I think I think that would make more sense. I'd rather Ronda win there, and then you do the blow-off at, at Hell in a Cell. But, um, I mean, if she lost twice, I mean, I don't know why, why you would do a third, but that's yeah. what they like to I would have her win at WrestleMania Backlash, but... I, I would, too. Honestly, I would have that headline the show. I was thinking about this yesterday, but reportedly, originally, Brock was slated for the show, and I was excited because we get to see him in person, and we'll be there, and I'm looking forward to it. Apparently, he's no longer being advertised. He was being advertised as of, like, Monday, because I wrote a whole article about, like, what he could be doing next, and he's not going to be at that show as of, like, yesterday, I think, as we talk right now. Unless that changes again, but he's not going to be there. Um... If they do Roman and Shinsuke, which isn't confirmed, I mean, they aired a commercial for SmackDown this coming week, and they made no indication that Roman is at all concerned with Shinsuke, despite what we saw on Friday, which I thought was a dumb angle. And I like the idea of the match, even though Shinsuke's been a glorified loser for a while. I know he's been in a tag team, and he was Intercontinental Champion in a reign that no one will remember a fucking couple of years from now because it was so bad. Um, I, I like the idea of that as a filler feud. I don't know if I would have that close out the show. And if that's not the main event, then what is? I mean, we only have one world champion right now. Brock won't be there. Cody and Seth I'm looking forward to, but I don't know if that's main event if there's nothing on the line. I, I would probably put Charlotte and Ronda in the main event, after, especially after they kind of got fucked at WrestleMania. You thought they were... That really shouldn't have been the main event. The KO stuff obviously took precedence, but they it seemed like they were promised the main event. They got it taken away from them. The feud's not any better now than it was before WrestleMania, but if you don't have any better options, honestly, I would probably have that close the show and have Ronda Rousey win. Yeah, I mean, I think Ronda should win. I mean, honestly, I think we were all surprised that she lost at Mania to begin with. I mean, I guess just to, to, to flush the storyline out a little bit more than it was, but uh, I think if you ever lose again, it would just send the wrong message. 
and staying on the SmackDown side of things before we get to Raw quickly, um, your thoughts on Roman and, and Shinsuke and what's next for Roman Reigns? Because it seems like, excuse me, there's no one clear set challenger for Roman. And, and maybe, I, I don't know if they're just killing time before they can figure out what to do. I don't know if Shinsuke is like a TV match or if they are saving that for Backlash. Again, I'm okay with it because I know Shinsuke is not going to win, but it is a newer match. He's over enough to where I think it works. I don't know about the main event of a pay-per-view. He is not at all a threat to Roman Reigns, but everyone else that you could probably put in that spot, someone like a Cody or a Bobby or an AJ, they're all busy right now. So I'm kind of fond of that as the next Roman match if that's where they're going for backlash, but I'm not convinced of that yet. Yeah, I mean, if Shinsuke was the first guy to face Roman, I I don't hate it. I mean, like you said, I think anyone else that you could possibly put in that role seems like their hands are tied up right now. Um, So I have no problem with that. I mean, I don't think you'd do Cody this soon. I think you'd probably flush out a couple rivalries here i mean bobby's tied up with omas aj's with facing edge so i mean cody's facing seth there so i feel like everyone else i don't know if they booked it correctly or what but it seems like everyone that's a possible challenger all have have other things going on right now so um but no i mean shinsuke's fine like you said he's over i mean if boogs didn't get hurt were they gonna win the belt so what the fuck were they gonna do there so uh interested to see what they do maybe they just do shinsuke now and kind of try to build someone else up for, for for Roman, but, I mean, I don't know really who else I would think in the, in the immediate future they would book, because, I mean, uh, I don't know, because I feel like Edge would probably win. It's probably going to win that feud. Uh, I don't know. Cody, I feel like AJ but, might win the next one, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Cody, I mean, I, if you're going to do Cody and Roman, I feel like that's SummerSlam all over. Like, that should be safe for SummerSlam. Yeah. Bobby, I mean, is he going to beat Omos in, like, a feud? Hmm, who knows, so... We'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I think Roman and, and Shinsuke is a good start. Like I said, it should not main event. If it's on the show, it should definitely not main event. I mean, it seems like an absolute random feud. It's like a filler feud, basically, so I wouldn't have that have that main event the show. But uh, maybe you could have him versus Shinsuke. He beats Shinsuke, and then you have Brock come out after and kind of refuel that, refuel that a little bit. But besides that, I really don't know what you do. I mean, Gunther not ready yet, obviously. SmackDown doesn't really have too many other guys right now. I mean, Ricochet is great, but, I mean, he's not going after Roman. Sheamus, no. Like, there's really no... I feel like SmackDown's missing, like, that next and like that next guy. Maybe that's why they brought Gunther up, but even him, I, I mean, what, what, are they going to have him face Roman? Doesn't seem like it, so... Mm-hmm. They need. They definitely need to replenish this. They need to replenish the shelf a little bit because they're very limited in the uh, upper mid-card guys right now. On SmackDown, for sure, but I think one of the benefits of this unification of the championships, I mean, they're not really unified. I don't really know if they know what that word means, because that would mean one championship. And if you look on their website and all these other places, there are still technically two different titles with two different lineages. They have not unified them yet, so I, I don't, I'm not convinced that's where we're going with this, uh, you know, ultimately. But, but right now, they're two separate titles. Um, but that being said, though, with him being the undisputed WWE Universal Champion, I would assume, and they haven't explicitly stated this, but I would think that would allow him to defend it on Raw if he wanted to, which would open the door to the other people you mentioned. Not now, but probably after Backlash, if not Hell in the Cell. People like AJ and Bobby and Cody, hopefully. Um, you know, Rollins again. I mean, he's on Raw, but that's another guy. If they end up going babyface with him, he's another one. I would love to see him and Roman revisit their feud. You mentioned Brock, though, and you got me worried. That is something I absolutely do not want to see, and I almost think that might be a possibility in what you just mentioned, especially after Backlash. And they don't do the match at Backlash, but they do it at Hell in the Cell. They've never had a Brock-Roman Hell in the Cell match before. They've had Steel Cage, and they've had a million different singles matches, but never inside any sort of a stipulation beyond Steel Cage. Is that something... You mentioned that as a possibility. Is that something you want to see? And if so, why? Because so many people are down on that feud being revisited anytime soon, if ever again. No, I definitely don't want to see it again. But, I mean, they just that's their cash cow, so they're going to keep bilking that for as much as they can. Oh, we never got Roman and, and Brock in a steel cage? Fuck, or Hell in a Cell? Let's do it. Screw it. Like I said, I feel like at that feud, they're just trying to milk every month, every last dollar out of it. Yep. I mean, and not that I want to see it, but I just... Like I said, I just feel like SmackDown itself just has no one. So it's like, if you're trying to, at least booking-wise, if you're trying to at least, obviously Raw, you have a lot of contenders or people that you could put in that role. Maybe they bring Brock back just so they have time to build up some people on SmackDown. Like I said, like, Gunther's coming up. He'll probably get a good push. I mean, I, I think it's sad, but there's really no one else. I mean, who else on SmackDown would you even, like, think about putting in the main event scene? 
Uh, no one currently. You mentioned Gunther, maybe, but that's about it. And that's not even now. I mean, they would have to build him up a little bit more. So, I don't know. I mean, really, that, that roster that's is bad. Just... You, can't even, you can't, don't have anyone right now. That, like, Shinsuke, like, that's, that's just, like I said, yeah. so random. Because, like, he hasn't, he's been on a tag team level. It's not even like he's been a mid-card guy. Like, he lost the tag team, lost the Intercontinental belt that really meant nothing because he never defended it. And then... Now, now, now he's a tag team guy. His guy gets hurt, and all of a sudden now he's going to face Roman. I mean, well, I was told that Ricochet was the next number one baby face on the show. Yeah, but he's Intercontinental Champion. They're not going to have him face Brock. No, no, I'm just kidding. The guy's a fucking loser. I would never want to. I mean, listen, he just did. He not did lose like three matches in the span of like a couple of days a few weeks ago when he lost to Los Lotharios and he lost to uh, Austin Theory. I just. He's. I mean, Shinsuke isn't great as far as the credibility goes, but he's much more of a threat than Ricochet is, and he's not a threat at all, so what does that tell you? But what about, um? you may you probably mentioned him. I forgot to mention him, but Drew. I mean, do you save that for... Oh, shit, I forgot about Drew. My bad, my yeah. bad. Honestly, yeah, fuck, I forgot about Drew. That's bad. Holy shit, I apologize, Drew, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Drew, I think you do Roman Drew somewhere, but the thing is, like... I mean, if they're different lineages... Which we don't know. Like you said, they are acting like it. I mean, theoretically, I would have Drew be the one to take the Universal Championship off him. And then you have Cody take the whatever the fuck title off oh, him. Oh, the WWE. The WWE yeah. Championship. So if anything, okay, so I don't honestly hate that. So what I would do, let me just pull up a, let me just pull up a premiere live event. I was going to say, I think I know where you're going with this, but yeah, go ahead. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up, people. I gotta Premium get the live event. Live event <laughs> schedule pulled up. It's pulled up. So if anything, I would have... I mean, you could have Hell in a Cell. You could have him beat whoever the fuck. Honestly, I feel like you do him and Drew at Money in the Bank. He could lose Universal at Money in the Bank, which is July 2nd. And then at the end of the month, he faces Cody at SummerSlam and loses that belt. So he literally loses both belts in the same month. And you could be like, oh, like he was loosened up by Drew, lost once, and he's just in a funk, and then he loses to Cody. Okay, so here's what I would do. I don't I don't mind that idea, but I would switch it up a little bit. I think Cody and Roman is the SummerSlam match. And I tweeted this last week, but I would have yes. Cody win the briefcase. Announce that. I would have him win the briefcase. Because honestly, you look at that roster, maybe Austin Theory, but no one else really stands out as a potential challenge. I mean, they Man, really... <laughs> I mean, honestly, maybe. I mean, he won the fucking Battle Royal. That means nothing, but... Hey, you know what? He got over on Friday, so we'll see if that sticks, but... Maybe, but I, I would give it to Cody, announce it at a time that he's cashing in, have him, I, I like Drew, I love Drew, I think it should be Cody is the one to beat Roman first, you know, like, I don't like, like, what AEW did with the whole Kenny Omega thing, that Christian was the first one to beat Hangman, or not Hangman, be the one the first one to beat Omega after, like, what, two or three years, I thought that was silly, and I love Christian, but I'm like, I mean, the first one to beat Omega really should have been Hangman, and they didn't do that, but whatever. Um, yeah, but I feel like that, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Drew has a better, like, theoretically, in a legitimate fight, I feel like Drew would be more credible to beat Roman. Correct. Like two years, so. Correct. I don't know. I feel like you could have Drew beat him. I mean, obviously, it'd be more special if, if Cody beat him, but, I mean, regardless, if whoever beats him is going to get a rub, and I, I don't know. Well, so, so that, I don't know. I guess I like your idea, too, but, I don't know, I feel like Cody, the story's already there, like, I don't think he needs to win the briefcase. Uh, yeah, no, you don't. He doesn't have to win the briefcase, but I mean, either way, he doesn't have to win the briefcase. But I would still have him win it at SummerSlam, and instead of having Drew win the Universal at Money in the Bank, which I like, and honestly, that to me is a show, it's a stadium show. I would probably do Roman and Seth on that show again, and then have Roman finally beat Seth because they didn't do it at the Rumble, and I think they need to go back to that. I don't know how you get Seth a title shot. The guy hasn't won a fucking pay per view match to save his life in like six months, but I mean, so when you have Cody versus okay, so then I have another question for you. Yeah. So, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna recant my statement. Can I recant my statement, please? Yes, you still haven't. I, you thought I thought you were going somewhere with your idea where I'm about to go. But before I give you the rest of it, let me know what you're thinking. Okay, so I'm gonna change my idea. I'm changing my idea, people. I I take a, take it back. I apologize <laughs> for my take. I, it's not racing the memory books. So I like your idea. So you have Drew. So uh, blah, 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 blah. you have Roman lose to fucking Cody. Like, I would just say WWE Championship because I don't think he's going to win both belts, whatever. No, yeah. Then, you can have Drew face 
Roman, Roman at, at the England paper. Yes, it, that's exactly what I was going to say. have him beat the belt at the whale show. It, it, that's exactly what I was going to say, yes. Boom! Yes, you, you took the words before I could finish my prediction, but my prediction is that Cody, if I didn't even think about, well, you really were the one that brought up the two belts thing, and I don't mind that idea. I like that idea. I think we should have two separate titles. Drew's on SmackDown anyway. So, yeah, like you said, I think Cody should win at SummerSlam, the WWE, like you said, and Drew wins at the whale show, which... You sent me the DM, but I think Alex McCarthy confirmed it. Um, Sixty, what, 60,000 tickets pre-registered? Dude, that's crazy for that whale show. That's wild. It's going to be a huge show. That's a big show. It's a big state. And if you think about it, too, wait. Yeah, three straight shows. If you look at that schedule that you're looking at, that's three straight stadium shows, dude, because they're doing Money in the Bank in Vegas at Raider Stadium again in, in Vegas. And then SummerSlam's in July again, or for the first time, rather, um, like four weeks later. That's in a stadium in Nashville. Yep, and uh, they actually just put tickets on sale for that today, I think. And then the Whale Show's uh, going to be in a stadium in, in Wales. And I think over Labor Day weekend, over All Out weekend, but they're not going to conflict. I think All Out's going to be that Sunday. It's going to be a different time. It's it's not going to go on the same time, people. So don't think, oh, WWE's starting yeah, to fuck with AEW. I see here on the, uh, on the sheet, it says the Whale Show. It's scheduled for either Saturday or Sunday. It says or on it. it I mean, it is Labor Day weekend, so... It is the I mean, same weekend, but I don't think they're trying to fuck with WW or with AEW because they're not going to be at the same time, I don't think. Um, because if they were to do it at 8 p.m. here, dude, it would be like 1 o'clock in the morning over there. They wouldn't. I don't think they would do that. I think they'll start it here at like 3 p.m. like they did the old TakeOver shows in NXT. Um, they would start in the afternoon. There's going to be no conflict, and it's not even like, oh, I have to choose between going to the two of them. One of them's over the fucking in, in the U.K., and one of them's in Chicago, so... I, I don't know. Surprised WWE's doing a show in the UK before AEW, though. That does surprise me. And do you think that might be Tony Khan's announcement? I mean, I'd be. I don't know. Do you think that might be part of the announcement as a UK show? I don't know if a lot of people would care as far as the television audience. What do you think? This is completely random, but what do you think that big announcement is for next week? I really don't know. I, I don't. Think like I don't think it's a talent acquisition. You think it's a talent acquisition? I, I don't think it is. I think. I just feel like every time he has this huge announcement, which is every week, I always say something <laughs> wrong, and then I have egg on my face. So I don't want to like say something, and then I'm completely wrong. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a. I think I think it's more of a likely. Like I said, I don't think it's a talent acquisition. I hope not. Like we just got Samaj Singh last night, so um, I would say it's probably more of like a a deal, like some kind of a network or streaming deal. Yeah. I think that's a better chance than a talent acquisition, honestly. Either for AEW, or maybe, like said, or maybe there's going to be a show in the UK. But yeah, I mean, the WWE kind of stole their thunder on that one. So I don't think they would do that a week after WWE does. That would seem a little weird. That seems like something WWE would do, but not AEW. So um, yeah, I I don't know that that we'll see what what the what the announcement is. I'm thinking it's either that or similar to that. It's not a huge announcement as far as like what I'm predicting here, but like. Maybe they'll announce when the Ring of Honor show is going to start because they still don't have a streaming deal for that. There is no Ring of Honor show. I mean, they have the titles defended on Dynamite, but there is no Ring of Honor show currently. So that's not a huge announcement, I would think. I mean, them buying Ring of Honor was a big announcement. Them starting a show, eh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's cool and all. I look forward to that, but I don't know if it's huge, but it is what it is. We're going to go all over the place because we'll go into AEW a little bit later on, but while we're on the subject of Tony Khan and the announcement stuff real quick, this happened after we spoke last week, as everything does. Your thoughts on the whole Tony Khan bot thing is a lot of people were speaking about that on Friday. That, that was the whole social media meltdown on Friday night. He got people stirred up in a frenzy for literally no reason over something he started. Yeah, I mean, we've, told, we've talked about this in private multiple times. He just needs like a PR guy to run his Twitter. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think he's just too into it, and I understand he's, like, a big fan. Like, he wants always wants positive stuff, but, like, coming out saying, like, all the negative stuff is just by fake people. It's just, like, you're just an idiot if you think that. I mean, usually, the thing is, I think more people would be even... I think, the, I think one thing that he's failing to realize is I think more people would be more critical than they are even are now. But they can't because if you say one negative thing, you get the AEW army on top of you, mm-hmm. like bashing your brains in about how great everything is. So, if anything, I think he's the way the audience is is it's less negative than it should be because people just accept everything and they think everything's amazing. But if you say anything negative, you get destroyed about it. So, I mean, I don't think I don't think what he said is true. I think 
to just the plea to be like, oh, everything's great, people are fake, and saying that the show's not good and stuff. I mean, there's plenty of things that, that aren't good, so I, I, I think he's just just he's just too positive and wants to blame all the negativity on fake things, but I mean, I think it was a stupid thing, and it got everyone all riled up. Well, I was starting to think you were a bot. I mean, with how much we criticize them. I mean, listen, we don't hate the product. I don't hate the product. I, I thought Dynamite was a great show this week, but I was starting to think with you know, your criticisms of the show that you were a bot. I, I was, I don't know, I was going to have to check up on you. That was weird. Honestly, I'm honestly shocked. I mean, I haven't really tweeted anything bad. I'm waiting for the block button to come on Twitter soon, <laughs> but I haven't been blocked yet to my knowledge, so. Did, I, mean, I don't I know if he really blocks people. Those. I don't know. I have a, well, I, well. Yeah. I do. I, I, I fucking, I tweet him all the time. If I negative AEW all the time, I guarantee I'd be blocked, but I haven't really tweeted too much out yet, so, I mean, I don't know, it just... It's just with anything. Like, yeah, they have good stuff. They have bad stuff, just like any other show. Like, WWE has some good stuff, and they have some bad stuff, and people are going to kill you for the bad stuff. It is what it is. I mean, you made a promise when you started this company to be sports-based wrestling, and it's been the farthest thing from it. I mean, that was one of the biggest things he said that was going to happen. Oh, it's going to be sports-based wrestling, and it really hasn't been. So, I mean, people are going to be negative. You keep pushing people that people don't like. I mean, you... I just don't know what to say. I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty of things that are good. There are plenty of things that are bad. I, I really don't know why he gets his back. He gets like just so butthurt about every like little negativity. It's just like instead of just getting mad or saying people are bots, how about you just take it and like actually just like change things? I mean, I feel like there's some things that people have clearly complained about that they've changed, like subtle small things, mm-hmm. but. Just saying that all the negativity and all the bad press is just Russian bots or bots on Twitter, you just sound like an idiot. Yeah, but the thing is, too, especially with that, no one asked him about that, though. Like, it wasn't like he was responding to someone. He literally just tweeted that. And I think it creates dissension between the two fan bases that wasn't, I mean, it's listen, it's there. But you're just adding to this fucking, like, people just being mad at each other for no reason. I mean, I just I just don't understand what the whole point of that thing was. I mean, maybe he actually did conduct a survey. I'm sure he fucking did. And maybe it was legitimate, and maybe there are bots. But to assume that everyone that criticizes your product is a bot is ridiculous. And honestly, how many of those people really are there, dude? I feel like there's more people that love AEW than hate it. I, th- I think if you were to say that WWE had bots, if Vince McMahon were to say the same sentence, which I still think would be bullshit... That might be more accurate than the hate that AEW gets. Because I don't see a lot of these bots at all. If anything, I see people overly praising them for things that probably shouldn't be praised. So that's my own experience. I don't understand a whole lot of it, but that's just what it is, I guess. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. We'll get back to the AEW stuff a little bit later on. But I thought they had a very good show on the whole this week, um, as did Raw. Honestly, I, I, I pretty much enjoyed Raw for the most part on Monday, which I don't say most weeks, but I think Raw's been a pretty solid show by anyway, by recent Raw standards anyway for the better part of 2022. It was kind of like the Cody Rhodes show. He was in a majority of the segments on the show. Miz TV, I thought was a good segment. He and Miz had a good match. People were fucking bitching about that too. How could he face Miz? He's already down in the totem pole. I'm like, do you want him to face like Jackson Riker or something? I mean, I know he doesn't work there anymore, but you know what I mean? Like Akira Tozawa? Like, I'm sure those matches are coming soon too, but I don't know. First of all, I think one of the big takeaways of the show this week that we were kind of discussing over text is that and just a moment ago before we went live, is that Cody comes across as a complete star right now. It really was the Cody Roadshow this week, and he's been one of the better parts of Raw since he came over, which is ironic, because to me anyway, he was one of the worst parts of Dynamite before he left. So I don't know if it's the lack of creative, you know, freedom that he has, or he's given more direction, or he's a certified babyface and not in between. Either way, I think uh, what he's been doing the last couple of weeks on Raw has been very good, and I enjoyed the Miz match too. Yeah, I thought... Cody, I mean, Jesus Christ, talk about Rocket up the ass. I mean, the, the presentation, like he started off Raw again. He had the, the vignette leading into the show. Had the, guess, a little bit newer of an entrance. He's not coming out of the ground anymore. I, I mean, they built a little stage last week for him. But I like the uh, standing in the aisle way with the, uh, with the pyro, like Goldberg, but it's just like the big boom. I like that. I mean, he just comes out as a huge star. And, I, I mean, the company's really behind him, and I... I don't know. I just feel like he always screamed like a WWE guy. So once he left and like did the whole AEW thing, I just feel like he just always had like that WWE stench. We always say the TNA stench. Yep. He has the WWE stench because I just feel like at the end of the day, he is more of a, a sports entertainer than a wrestler or a professional wrestler. So I think the presentation of Cody, the way they booked him has been great. I mean, 
him and Miz, I thought, made sense. The match itself was great, and I just love everything they're doing with Cody. And I'm looking forward to the rematch with Rollins at WrestleMania Backlash. I can't wait. That should be a really good match. Do you think Rollins wins that one, or does Cody go 2-0 against Rollins? I think you have, you have Cody go 2-0. Yeah, that's what I think should happen. I wouldn't be upset if Rollins won. Like I said, he has not won anything of importance in a while. Like, he failed to win the Raw Tag Team titles. He lost to WrestleMania. He lost to the... I mean, he technically won at, Wrestle, at Royal Rumble, but it was by DQ. He was in the Elimination Chamber match, and he lost there. Like, he lost to Kevin Owens on Raw, AJ Styles, all these other people, so... I don't know. I don't, you think the end game, and I mentioned this earlier, I don't know if I asked you about this last week, but do you think the end game with Rollins is a babyface turn? Yes. And is that what you want to say? Mm. You think it's too soon for that? Because he's only he's been a heel for about two and a half years now, so we're in that period yeah. where he could no, turn. I feel like they're kind of like slowly turning him babyface, but I don't know. I like the character. Can we just please get rid of the freaking thing? I just can't stand that. <laughs> and the laugh is, like, fucking terrible. So, they change those two things, I'm fine with the babyface turn. But besides that, just, uh... I don't know, like, I just, like... I feel like there is fanfare there. Like, he does get cheers. So, like, if they turn a babyface, it makes sense. I feel like people do, like, the entrance. I feel like people love the fucking whoa, whoa, whoa thing. But, like, that doesn't make him a babyface. I don't know. I feel like you need to tweak or some things to fully turn him babyface, but I, I think the way it's going, he'll be babyface. And like I said, maybe we'll, they'll lead into him and Roman somewhere down the line. Yeah, like I said, I would hope so. Money in the Bank or something like that, just to kind of get the blow off to that feud that never we didn't get at Royal Rumble. And I don't think it was something that they were like, oh, let's save it for down the road. They made no mention of it after the fact that it happened. They never went back to it in the, in the immediate future when they really could have done it at Elimination Chamber in Saudi, but they just didn't want to. They wanted to bring Goldberg back instead. So I think if they do it, it would be more of a coincidence than anything, not some part of a long-term storytelling plan. But, you know, I hope they do. Um, but, yeah, I'm digging the Cody stuff. They are trying to put some stock in some new faces on Raw. I mean, they said they're, they're doing that with SmackDown. And we have Cody on Raw, which is great. They debuted Veer Mahan, or re-debuted him last week. And he was an absolute fucking killing machine this week. He dominated Dominic Mysterio, pretty much killed the kid, put him in an ambulance, and that was it. We were supposed to get Veer and Ray. Um, I don't think it was a case of like, oh, plans change, pal. I think it was more a case of like, I think it was either set because he wasn't on the show at all. So I, I like, why wouldn't he have come to the aid of his son? I think it was either sick or something along those lines. But I could be wrong. It could very easily be plans changed. Um, but it worked out for the better. Veer dominating Dominic and maybe sending Dominic over to NXT. So two different questions here for you, but. With Veer, um, your thoughts on how you talk about the betrayal of Cody in recent weeks. Veer's come off pretty well. Um, he had a pretty decent re-debut re on Raw, and the way he came off was great. And, um, yeah, so your thoughts on him and what they do next with Dominic Mysterio. Was that intended to be his send-off from Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I'm very interested to see what they do next with uh, Dominic and Ray. I mean, they're supposed to be Ray. Obviously, nothing happened. I don't know what happened with Ray, but, I mean, Veer, it's interesting. I don't know. I feel like it's just, like... It's so cliche. It's just like the monster, like foreign heel right now. Yeah, that I don't I mean, like. Getting, that I don't like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like that always happens. I mean, he's getting the booze. I mean, it is what it is. I just, I, I hate that all, like, foreign heel monsters use the camel clutch to as a finish. I think it sucks. Um, yeah, he's like raw. Yeah, he's like Rusev he's like circa Rusev, 2014. Basically. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I just feel like he's just going to get to a point like a Rusev. Like, he'll be in, like, the mid-card. He'll never get further than that. I don't really know if he should. But, uh, I mean, for what they've done so far, I like it. I mean, Dominic, honestly, I feel like he needs to go to NXT. Love him, mean it, but needs more training. I, I just I feel like he, he, he should be one of those guys going down to NXT and getting more, more seasoning because just I don't see it right now. Yeah, I just feel like he should have been brought down there a while ago. And I think we talked about it maybe after he appeared on NXT about a month ago. Um, <clears throat> but I'm glad, hopefully that's the case. He, he could very well be, just be back next week and it's Ray's way of getting revenge. But, I mean, what about you? Do you want to see Ray go back on his own? I feel like we're overdue for that. Yeah, I love Dominic. Like I said, love it, mean it, Dominic. But they should really send him down to NXT, let Ray do his own thing. Um not that, I mean, I bet you he loves teaming with his son and being around his son, but, I mean, his son just needs more training. He's just, just not ready yet. So, Ray on his own definitely needs to uh, needs to happen. Yeah, I would hope so, and hopefully we uh, we get it at some point. But, 
In the meantime, also on Raw, we got the official call-up of Tommaso Ciampa, who appeared in the backstage segment on Monday night. I don't know why they didn't use him on the Raw after WrestleMania, because that's what people were hoping for, were the, the call-ups and the returns, and we didn't really get a whole hell of a lot of that. But we did get a Tommaso Ciampa on Raw this week, and even more surprising, which wasn't surprising that he was on the show, but more surprising than that, he's Tommaso Ciampa. And that I don't know if that's his real name, but... It's certainly the name that he used going into, uh, you know, Ring of Honor and all these other promotions before coming to WWE. I know he's been on Raw before as Ciampa, even as recently as a couple of weeks ago. Dude, I mean, Walter was on Raw a couple times too, as Walter. So that really is no excuse. I I know they don't own the right, but this goes back to the whole name change thing. Like, it's so fucking inconsistent as far as who they let keep names and who they don't. Tommaso Ciampa is not AJ Styles. I like Tommaso Ciampa. He's been here for a long time. He's not the headliner that Cody and AJ are. So for him to keep his name and the other is not, I mean, I'll, I'm not complaining that he's allowed to keep the name, but it is very inconsistent and it's hard to like really decipher here why they're changing so many names. To kind of go back to that conversation for a sec. Yeah, I mean, let me take a look here. Let me just do a little, uh, maybe because he's on the older side, he's 36, going to be 37. It's like maybe how much longer does he really have? Maybe that's why they're more inclined to keep the name i mean i really don't know what else you do at that point like why wouldn't you just change his name at that point but maybe like i said maybe they don't see him being around for that much longer i i don't know like you said i i that's the only thing i could really think about that's maybe they're not going to push him at a big level so they don't give a shit or maybe there is a name change coming that we're not known for i really don't know i mean they could debut him to this week and next week he's the awesome Tampa or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Anything's possible with them. So, I mean, there's plenty of times they brought someone on Raw and then, like, months or weeks later they changed their name. So, I mean, the only thing I think of not changing is, like I said, he's on the older side. And I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But then I think of someone like an Eli Drake who got changed into, uh, you know, LA Knight, obviously, and he had a new name. Maybe that was his choice. Who, who fucking knows? Ty Valkyrie, same thing. She got changed into Frankie Monet. So, I don't, I, it's amazing you really can't come up with like one reason. I mean, there's reasons, but it's just, it applies to certain people for not for others. So I think the lack of consistency is what bothers me more than anything. Some of these names aren't like awful. Like Butch is fucking terrible, but like Raquel Rodriguez, I don't hate. Ludwig Kaiser, I mean, they were, Wrestle Votes was like one of the worst names I've heard. It's not a great name at all, but it's like, it's not like the guy's going to be the WWE champion. So it doesn't really bother me that much, but you know, whatever. Um... But you talk about name changes. Elias is now Ezekiel. I mean, it really isn't the same guy, at least according to what he said. It's it's Elias's younger brother, Ezekiel. And uh, as other people have brought up on Twitter, I don't know if you were watching Impact at this point, but it really reminds me of the Abyss Joseph Park stuff they were doing about a decade ago, which I thought was fucking hilarious. And it's only been two weeks, and maybe this gets old in a week or two, but so far, the Kevin Owens-Ezekiel stuff has, to me, exceeded expectations. It is a guilty pleasure for me on this show. I think it's been very entertaining so far. Yeah, it's fine for what it is now. I think because it's with Owens. I feel like Owens is good with like this like comedy, like serious role. Like it's, I think what he, what his ability is, like clearly being like, you know, you're Elias, and he's like, no, I'm Ezekiel. Like, I think he's like the perfect person to pull something like that off, so it works right now. I don't know if they put anyone else in that role that people would care. Yeah. I think Owens is perfect in that specific role. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> like, is he going to face Owens just lose and then we'll never see him again? I, I mean, who knows? But uh, for what it is now, I don't overly hate it. I'm looking forward to the lie detector test. I think that could be very entertaining. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it'll be fine. I mean, Elias has always been a good worker, so I have no problem with him him working so um, interested. it's honestly more and more interesting to see what they're doing with Owens now and that he's not with uh with Stone Cold I mean yeah he goes right uh, uh Ezekiel Ezekiel program so I guess we'll see and know uh, people are calling for Sami Zayn to come over to Raw I mean that would that would slight Raw another or smack down another star maybe they do a trade or something but you know again Sami and Owens back on the same page I know they're always associated with each other but as a heel duo they were always entertaining and uh I think it'd be cool to see them back on the same side uh, <laughs> with, uh, I don't know, with Sammy calling conspiracy and he's not actually Elias and or he's not actually Ezekiel. I don't know. I, I just like the idea of that. Um, your thoughts on the whole supernatural bullshit with Damian Priest and Styles who were having a good match up until that very weird finish? I mean, I can't even call it a finish because the match never actually ended. I think it might still be going on right now as we speak. Um, Edge was not on the show, but Damian Priest doing the whole vampire shit was... Uh, 
Very weird. I love the idea of this edge heel stable. We talked about it last week, but if this is what it's going to be with, with him acting like he's possessed or something, I don't, I don't know if I can get behind that. Yeah, very weird. I mean, I guess we'll, I'll let it flush out a little bit. I mean, I didn't love it. Didn't overly hate it, but like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of bizarre. I don't know. I'll let it, I'll let it, I'm not a big fan of the whole supernatural lights on, lights off shit. So even if it's purple light, don't really care for that either. So, um, we'll let it see. I'll let it fester for a week. Let's see what happens. A little flesh out a little bit, but gut reaction. I don't love it. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope it's a one-off thing, but with this company, you just never know. Like, I love Bray Wyatt, but some of the stuff they were doing with him, whether it was their idea or his, I don't know. But some of the execution of what they were doing, like during the Orton storyline specifically, was just fucking terrible. I mean, a lot of the stuff they did with The Fiend and some of the neutral, supernatural stuff down the road, uh, down the stretch of his career, was just not good. So, hopefully that's not what this becomes. Uh, we got enough of that shit with Alexa Bliss, and I just, I, I personally, I was never a fan of that shit, so... Hopefully we can move on from the supernatural shit and they can just let them be a darker group like House of Black and not exactly like House of Black, but just be a darker group without all the powers and shit. I don't think we need that. Um, but also on the show, which I really liked, we had the official kickoff to the program between Bianca Belair and her next challenger, Sonya Deville, for the Raw Women's Championship. You know, uh, Sonya, after Bianca beat Queen Zelina, um, came out and she was like, oh, I got your next challenger, playing him up, only for it to be revealed to be her. And uh, she laid out Bianca. So I, I really like this, honestly. I said this the other day, but I really like the idea of a bianca Sonya feud. Um, they have other women uh, kind of for Bianca to face. We talked last week. I mentioned Asuka. I don't love the Bailey idea because we've seen that a lot already. And uh, I don't think Bailey should beat Bianca. Um, Sonya beating Bianca, I don't know if it would be the worst thing. I'd probably keep the belt on Sonya or Bianca for a while, but... It might be one of those shock wins I wouldn't hate because Sonya's actually really good. I feel like this might be her reward for all that great work she was doing with Mandy Rose two years ago. But, yeah, man, Sonya's a really good worker, and uh, I- I'm looking forward to this. I don't love the whole, oh, wrestler feuding with authority bullshit. Get, get Sonya out of the out of the fucking authority role. I mean, it's just played its course at this point. It's uh, it's played out. But played out. I love the idea of that match at the next pay-per-view, though. What about you? Yeah, I, I think putting Sonya versus... First, Bianca makes sense. I like it. No complaints on my end. Um, I guess I know it's not true. I guess my only complaint is, like you said, like I don't know. I feel like you have Alexa and Oscar not doing anything. Bailey, I like Sonya, but like I feel like what about like I guess Dewdrop's been there, done that. But I don't know. I just I feel like there's other women that they just kind of thrusted Sonya in, which I do like Sonya. I think she did great work, like you said, with Mandy, and then that whole thing happened with her in her personal life with the with that weirdo. But uh, I mean, like. I just, I like Sony a lot. I think it makes sense. Um, I just, is the right time. I mean, she just came off a feud losing the Naomi. Um, I, I like Sony. So I, I think as like a filler feud or something like kind of kick off Bianca's title run, I don't hate it. But uh, I, I wish we kind of got more Sonya in the ring before this to lead to any kind of credibility. But I guess she has an authority figure. She can overrule her power. So we'll see. I think it's good. Um, I just, like I said, I feel bad for, like, the Alexas and all Oscars if, if they're ready to go and they kind of just thrust, thrust Sonya in there. Is Oscar even coming back at this point? Like, what the fuck happened to Oscar? I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't. She's been gone since the summer. Whatever injury she had, she has to be cleared by now. I mean, Bailey had a pretty serious injury. Didn't Oscar have, like, a shoulder injury? She wouldn't be gone for eight, nine months. I mean, it's been a long time now. I feel like they honestly just don't have anything for her. Yeah, they must not. I don't know. I wouldn't be. I, I. It would be surprising, but not overly surprising to see her leave. If not them just let her go. I mean, they've released bigger stars than her over the last year. And I've said before, I'm kind of not tired of Asuka because she's done everything there is to do. I don't really know what more you can have her do. But I think at this time, at this point, with the depth of the division and the issues there, I mean, they have women, but a lot of the women we mentioned, like Tamina, Dana Brooke, Nikki Ash, Dewdrop, all lack credibility, so... To an extent. I think having someone like Asuka could help. So, I think Bianca and Asuka would be a really fun feud. They just got to bring her back first. And then final thing on the Raw front, your thoughts on the unification, pending anyway, of the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles. You a fan of it? Not a fan of it? Because personally, I I love the brand split and I hope they keep the brand split. But the tag team divisions are so goddamn thin between the two brands. It's probably for the best they unify those titles. It, It was probably like two or three years overdue. 
Yeah, I agree. I think the tag team titles at this point, they should be unified at this point. We just have one. Yeah, just I mean, actually unifying. They'll have one fucking pair of belts. I mean, I don't want them to like, lose the belts. And, oh, now they have a Smack, now they're SmackDown champions if they do that with the WWE belt. I think the WWE belt makes sense. Should be two separate belts anyways, but whatever. The tag belts, they just don't have enough teams. It's just like the women belts. It's like, at least the, with Sonya, or not Sonya, with Sasha and Naomi holding them, they've been on TV more than they were before. So, I mean, I guess that's a positive. But, I mean, the tag belts, I just don't think they have enough team, credible teams. It's like SmackDown. It's like, who do they have besides the Usos? Like, fucking Viking Raiders? I mean, that's like... And, like, they had Boogs and what's and Shinsuke, but that obviously was, like, makeshift... Not a, I guess not makeshift team, but it's not like they were, like, a legitimate tag team at first. They just put them together, and now they're a team. I mean, besides that, Los Lotharios? Like, no. I mean, I don't know. I think the tag belts, it's been a while that they, they should have been unified, and obviously Randy and, and Riddle will eventually get broken up, so there'll be one less team. So I, I, actually, I actually like it. Yeah, I think I'm in favor of it. They need more teams between the two brands, and if it gets the Usos on both shows or RK Bro on both shows, then I'm in favor of that. Uh, from Dynamite last night, we don't have to do a full-fledged review here, but like I said, I, I enjoyed the show overall. I know you said it was kind of a normal show when I asked you earlier, but you know, personally, I really liked Penta, Skuro, and CM Punk. I liked Suzuki and Joe. It was a slap-me-slap-you type match that I know you fucking hate, awesome. but you know, I, I enjoyed that sort of stuff on occasion, and I enjoyed that. Um, the tag team title match was good. Um, you know, even that, that both tag team matches, but specifically, I thought Keith Lee and Swerve against Team Taz was better than the tag team title match. Um, that was a great match. The six man was all right. Um, MJF and Sean Dean was was what it needed to be, and I could not have given a fuck about the Marina Shafir Sky Blue stuff. I think Marina has potential, but I, I don't. That just it didn't come off well. But not a great Dynamite debut for her. So. Um, yeah, your thoughts on, on the show overall. We'll get into a little itty-bitty stuff here in a second. It didn't end on the greatest of notes, unfortunately, with that Satnam Singh debut, um, who I think maybe he ends up being great. Who knows? But the way they debuted him is more, to me, more of an issue than the talent himself. Um, the way they debuted him was completely lame because I think people expected something bigger, and they were in an overrun, no less, and they uh, were given some random guy that no one really knows who he is. So um, your thoughts on the show and any major talking points you want to discuss? Yeah, I mean, I thought Punk and Penta was good. I mean, I haven't seen Penta on TV since he was losing the House of Black, so it was nice to see him back, I think. I mean, Punk's going to have a good match with anyone, so I thought that was a good way to start the show. I thought it was a positive. Um, the MGF stuff, I mean, it is, I mean, it, it, the whole point of him losing was to continue the feud with him and Wardlow. Sean Dean, I mean, the guy's a glorified job guy. I mean, there's nothing for him. I mean, he'll lose next week on Dark, so I really don't care about him. I think it's obviously more for <laughs> The story there, the tag match, I thought it was good. Like you said, Swerve and, and Keith's nice. Um, I mean. Team Taz yeah, finally I, won one. Say what? Team Taz finally won one. Yeah, I, I know, exactly. Finally, Team Taz won something when they are trying to push Keith and, and Swerve. So, I don't know. I love Team Taz. I'll always be a Team Taz guy. But I just feel like when they win, it doesn't make sense. And when they lose, it's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I, guess, I mean, they won, so I guess you can't complain, but. I feel like, I mean, you just got brought Keith in. I, I, I feel like you, you'd have him winning matches, but he just lost, so I, I don't I don't know. So I guess yeah. we'll, we'll see on that aspect. I mean, the Shafir-Sky Blue match was was just awful. I mean, there's no way to, to brighten that one up. I think it's awful. I actually really like Sky Blue. I think Sky Blue's got a ton of potential. I agree. I agree. And, I, I think I'd rather push her than, than Marina Shafir, honestly. <laughs> Sky, Sky Blue should be the 30th opponent for uh, Jade and not, not Marina. Because she's a babyface. Marina's not even a, is a babyface. She's a heel. So why should I care about her facing Jade in her 30th win or whatever? No one gives a shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think I see more potential in Sky Blue than, than Marina Shafir. But obviously she had some kind of notoriety with Ronda Rousey and stuff, so they'll probably push her more. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Really, that's like, she's the perfect example of someone like, they should be pushing Sky Blue over her, but they're going to push her instead. So, yeah. terrible match. I mean, I mean, Sky Blue is still very green, and Marina Shapiro ain't, isn't like a prototypical worker. So, it's kind of what you get with that aspect. The main event, just you know me, I just <laughs> not a huge fan of the you slap me, I slap you Japanese strong style. That's just not my forte. It's just phony and stupid, if you ask me. I'm being serious. <laughs> it's just so dumb. You stand for and just slap each other. Like, how is that good? Like, 
oh my god, so great. Like, just, I could, me and you could go outside right now and we could slap each other in the chest if we really wanted to. I mean, yeah, no, I just, no, I guess, that, yeah. that shit I just don't like. It was whatever. I'm not a Suzuki guy. I, I don't really get the appeal of him. He's like a grandpa. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I like Joe. I mean, Joe's, I think it's a great addition for them, but like Suzuki, stop. I don't care. Um, and then some of Joss Singh. I'm sorry if I butchered that. I mean, why is he with Sanjay and Jay Lethal? Why is Jay Lethal all of a sudden getting a push? Um, I think it's cool, but or, yeah, this, this is random. The pairing is completely random. Don't love it. Um, the Jericho appreciation shit. Is shit, so that's why he said it like that. I mean, <laughs> I was told that Daniel Garcia was the greatest thing ever, and he's gonna break out in 2022. And I couldn't disagree even more now. I mean, yeah, he's in a he's with Jericho, so he's gonna be on TV a lot, but no, just no. I just, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I just, I don't know. I don't see the appeal of him. I really, it's, it's him and Wheeler Yuta to me. I just don't see the appeal in either guy. I mean, I think Yuta's great. I don't really see the appeal too much. I think Garcia's a good worker, but I just think she, he's as bland as bread. I think Yuta's got way more potential than he does, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, I, I, maybe he has more potential, but I just—I honestly, put, I just pair them together. I feel like they're like the same guy. Mm-hmm. They're same build, they're same kind of bland, they're just there. I mean, they think just putting them in a group, like, obviously you get put in a group with Moxley, Regal, and Daniel Bryan, obviously, or Bryan Nelson, you get way more appeal than you did before, but, I mean... I'm not, I, you know, I don't love the pudding gang, fucking best friends, but I mean, he even stuck out with them and just seemed even bland for them, and I don't really care for them at all, so. <laughs> we'll see, I mean, I don't know, I feel like Tony Khan's like in his head, like instead of pushing like, I guess I can't, well, I guess they won last night, so I guess, I, but, so I guess I can't say he's not pushing powerhouse, but I mean, I feel like he should be a bigger priority than, than like a Wheeler or, uh, Daniel Garcia, I mean, Borlo's starting to get a push, but, I mean, we don't really know how far that's going to go. I feel like you're pushing all these other people when you have a champion that, like, is barely on TV that anyone could care less about. I mean, I was told that Paige beating Omega was going to be the greatest thing ever, and I feel like he's kind of gone backwards. I love Adam Page, but he's barely ever on TV. He's in a death match, a Texas death match on Friday. Yeah, why? I don't know why. He's just in one, because... They do it in Japan, I guess, New Japan a lot. I, I don't know. Cole, I feel like it's been a very underwhelming. The whole group, I felt like, I thought, like, oh, maybe we get the Undisputed Era, and I just feel like we're getting, like, a watered-down Undisputed Era. Cole just, he's not going to beat Hangman, so it's just like, okay, now what do you do with him? I mean, I guess you could do them and the Bucks, but does not mean much when he just lost lost in a fucking underwhelming pro- program against, against Hangman? Probably not. I, I just... I don't know. I just and the women love Jane. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw her wrestle. I guess we're getting her and Marina Shafir. You're saying I'm it's coming sure. up, yeah. Uh, once she th- once she dumps Mark Sterling, I'll pay attention more to Jane. But uh, and then Thunder Rosa <sighs> getting the uh, good old Nyla Rose treatment. She got the cake on the face last night. She'll beat she'll beat Nyla Rose because that's what my, Nyla Rose does best: do jobs and. And we'll move on to somebody else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I feel like the women's division was in better hands with Britt Baker because she was all over the show. And now we get backstage segments with cake in the face. But uh, we'll see. I just I just feel like they every time they've had a women's champion, after they lose it, they just go straight into relevancy. So I'm very interested to see what they do with Britt. I guess you said that, that she's going to come out next week because they're in Pittsburgh. But, I mean, Sheeta went for like was champion for a year, then went a whole year of doing nothing. Uh, Nyla Rose just eats pins now. Riho is Riho. Um, haven't seen her in <laughs> I just don't think she was good at all. Um, I was told Ruby Soho was a big game changer. She's on dark constantly. Hasn't won anything that mattered. Uh, Tony Storm, love her. I doubt she'll be going anywhere, anywhere soon. I mean, I don't know. I thought Ty was a good... Ty was a good breakout, and she's kind of doing the whole Sammy Guevara stuff. That's just unbearable. Anna Jace is her friend, doing nothing. Um, can I name anyone else? I mean, which, I don't know. I just, I don't know. The women's division is a fucking mess. Well, at least, least she and, and Deeper are still feuding, I guess, to an extent. 
I mean, they never really, they never really properly progressed the program on TV. We see them every. They wrestled like twenty times. I mean, they have. Yeah, they. Well, I like Serena Deeb a lot. I think she is good. Oh, I love Serena Deeb. I think Deeb should be the one to win the whole fucking tournament. To be honest with you, personally. Yeah, I don't think she gets it, but. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I think theoretically you'd have probably Tony Storm winning because they just brought her in. Yeah, that's possible too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I just don't know. Sometimes, I mean, I'm glad Thunder Rosa won the belt because they had two heel champions. But yeah. now she's never on the show, so it's like, or she's she's in like a backstage segment that doesn't mean anything. So we'll see. I mean, the TNT title. I mean, the Scorpio Sky stuff with Dan Lambert's fucking terrible. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. I mean, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, they're winning matches still. So. I guess that's a positive, but mm-hmm. even them, like, they're champions. I feel like the Bucks and, and FDR kind of took their thunder. I just, we said this when they won it, or at least I did. I thought they won it literally the one time that they, like. No, I agree with you, yeah. They weren't as over. And, like, they're champions. It's good. They've had good matches, but, eh, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's so many other stuff going on that just trumps, like, the champions. It's like, I love Hangman and Cole, but it's like. The MGF Warlow stuff has my attention way more than that stuff does, and I love next person, but I feel like that other storyline just more interesting than the champion. And yeah, I feel like they ran into that a lot lately, especially with the Punk MGF stuff. Like that obviously trumped trumped Hangman and uh, Cole One, and we'll see where we get the Jericho shit. I mean, I guarantee we get a stupid stadium stampede match again. Yeah. Because why not? And I just, that's just terrible. And I don't want to see it again. No, I have no desire. Yeah. Some of the feuds that aren't over titles, I agree, are more interesting than the title feuds themselves. I mean, we have this, how weird is it that I, I thought this was a stack show on paper. I enjoyed it overall. This was, I mean, they also have the AEW World Title match on Friday. Why are these shows more stacked than this special that's called Battle of the Belts on Saturday? I mean, they're doing the show on Saturday. The AEW Tag Team titles are not being defended. The TBS title is not being defended. The AEW Championship itself is not being defended. I know the only three ma- I, I know of only three matches so far. I think there might be more, but I know they're doing an ROH title match with Jonathan Gresham, Dalton Castle, which I think is cool. It's not AEW related, kind of, but I think that's cool. The other two matches are, uh, what was it? I don't even, oh, Thunder Rose and Nyla Rose. Like, anyone gives a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. I really don't. Um, it should be a fine match. No one cares. And then the other match I probably care about even less, Sammy Guevara and Scorpio Sky. Can we please move away from Sammy Guevara in the TNT title picture for the next year? I am so done with this feud. Turn Sammy and Tycon to heel, please, if you listen to the audience. They booed him out of the building last week in Boston. Please, turn them heel. Scorpio Sky has been a complete afterthought as TNT champion. Get rid of the two-title shit, and please move on to something else. That, that's my two cents on Saturday show. I can't, I can't even get your predictions for that show, dude. I could care less about that show. I feel like the Rampage coming up on Friday and last night's Dynamite will be better than Saturday's special. I'm not even sure what the point of it is. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I could think of in the time I had is like, they're stacking Rampage because the ratings have been so rotten lately. True. So they're going to put yeah. a title match on Rampage and be like, oh, fucking title match. But I think it'd be one thing. Okay, so it's like, okay, the ratings for Rampage have been terrible, so we're going to put a hot match on there. Okay, fine. When you have a fucking special called <laughs> Battle of the Belts on TNT at 8 o'clock on a Saturday night, why are you giving me Scorpio Sky, Sammy Guevara, and Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose? I just yeah, I just don't understand that. I just, I just it doesn't make sense to me. I just I feel like the show. I don't. I feel like the last Battle of the Belts we didn't have a title match. Not no, like not an AEW like title match. No. I just don't get it. I just I feel like the the eight o'clock hour on a Saturday night would be perfect for Cole and Cole and Hey Man. Not ten o'clock on. On Friday night when no one's paying attention. I mean, that's the only thing I think is they're trying to, like, bump the ratings up. Maybe they're getting heat from T- TBS or TNT or Warner just in general. Like, the ratings for the Friday show suck. we got to up them. And they're just putting Cole and, Cole and Paige on that show. But I just feel like more people, well, I guess, I mean, they really kind of have a cult audience. I was going to say more people would watch yeah. Saturday. But, I don't know. I think it's a mistake putting them on Saturday, on Friday night. But. I don't know. I really don't. I just think when you have a special battle of the belts, it's supposed to be this big thing, and I feel like the last one was kind of flat, and this one seems kind of flat too, so why would anyone care? 
Exactly. I mean, listen, I think it's great that they're stacking Dynamite and Rampage. Rampage specifically has been a very missable show almost since it started. So I think doing an AEW title match on that show is very smart. I think that's great. Um, just the, like you said, the timing is just terrible. They have these quarterly specials, just that, quarterly, once every couple of months. They did the last one in January. To do it this week of all weeks, that's like having your AEW title defended on the on the Rampage or Dynamite before a fucking pay-per-view. It just... It's silly. The last battle of the belt show really wasn't anything special. This might be even less eventful. So hopefully it ends up being a good show. We'll talk about it next week here on WrestleRant Radio along with Dynamite, Raw, and anything else that happens in the world of wrestling. New episodes every single Thursday. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music, and Pandora. Rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show. Never miss an episode every single Thursday, as I mentioned. Mr. Marceau, great time as always, brother. I look forward to seeing you, speaking to you next week, obviously, but also seeing you in, uh, I almost said New Orleans. That's where Dynamite was on Wednesday. Seeing your ass in California for Mania. Like I said, I'm holding you to that. No, I want to be there. I think I'm more worried about you showing up. <laughs> At this point, if I'm, if I don't even know if I'm showing up for for, for uh, your fucking double or nothing get together. Oh, it's fucking wishy washy on Dynamite. We booked like six months ago. I'm what so wishy washy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. I'm going to be by myself, but I'll be there. I'm going to be in the fucking parking lot getting my car stolen, but I'll be there. Well, until then, though, hopefully I'll see you at WrestleMania Backlash. There it again. I said hopefully, even though I said I guaranteed you that we'd be going. I hate the wishy-washy, but we'll see you. <laughs> Sounds good, but I'll talk to you soon. See you.